Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Good morning and welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball when you download for the best daily fantasy app. You get a full deposit match when you use the code Just Baseball. It is Tuesday, August 23rd, and in this episode, I will be delivering you three MLB best bets along with two and another lean in Prize Picks. Let's give a quick recap to yesterday because it stunk. We lost both picks, but our props were much better. Luckily, Otani had an at-bat yesterday and struck out as we hit his fantasy score. We barely nailed the Julio Arias over strikeouts prop, but Jose Miranda stuck, stunk up the joint. If you were there for our prize picks Twitter space, we did terrible on that front. We went 0 for 5, our first reverse prize pick slate of the year and even the push piece if you were there for the twitter space which you can find and we will be doing again at 5 30 p.m eastern that only hit like two or three of five just not a very good day on the main picks we or i was that guy to take the dodgers on the run line and they lost four to zero we also sprinkled on the brewers team total under and we lost that in the ninth inning it was a tough day but you can't keep me down for long I have three picks, again, with two in the same game. Let's get back in the green. Just a reminder, all the props that I tell you on this prize picks and MLB Best Bets podcast, I do play, and then I do like to sprinkle on those five pieces that we do have in our Twitter prize pick space, which we will be having again at 5.30 p.m. Eastern, most likely. So our regular season record is now 177 and 147, winning at a 55% rate. We are plus 30.14 units on the MLB regular season. I'm trying to get to 35 units this week. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. The first game is the Chicago White Sox versus the Baltimore Orioles. It starts at 7.05 p.m. Eastern. It's Dylan Cease, a righty for the White Sox, who's 12-5 with a 2.09 ERA and a 1.17 whip, who's facing Austin Voth, a righty for the Orioles, who's 3-1 with a 4.86 ERA and a 1.41 whip. We're going to head to Baltimore for the first game of a three-game set. We have one of the front runners for the American League, Cy Young, going up against Austin Voth, who, to say it lightly, is not in the running for the award. This is one of those bets where we have to look at the line and turn our gambling brains on. Dylan Cease has been otherworldly on the road, posting a 1-3-4 ERA in 60.1 innings compared to a 2-7-0 ERA at home this season. He threw seven innings while only allowing one earned run against the Orioles in his last start, and now he's sitting with a minus 140 money line. This is one of the fishier lines I've seen this year. The White Sox opened as minus 160 favorites, and the line has dropped all the way to minus 140. This is a telltale sign of a reverse line movement, and the books are making it much more enticing to bet on Dylan Cease. That screams trap, and it appears to be one of the fishier lines of the season. It's difficult to break down in baseball terms why the Orioles are a very good bet today. 
What I can tell you is that the Orioles have defied the odds all year, and they have been able to hit right-handed pitching extremely well lately. In the past two weeks, the Orioles rank 5th in WRC Plus against right-handed pitching, while the White Sox rank 11th. The White Sox have been putting the bat on the ball, but they aren't hitting for any power in that span. They rank 25th in ISO and 19th in slugging percentage, while the Orioles rank 6th in slugging and 9th in ISO. The White Sox are also at a disadvantage as they are playing without a rest day. They just played in Kansas City yesterday and now have to travel to Baltimore without an off day in between. The White Sox have also been one of the least profitable teams to bet on as a favorite, going 28-48 and 48 this season. The Orioles, on the other hand, are the most profitable underdog, going 69-33. and 33. Absolutely fantastic. The Orioles are at their best when they are at home, going 35-23 and 23 this season, and they had an off day to prepare while playing the last four games at home. And Austin Voth, I know I just kind of made fun of him, but he's looked pretty solid. He threw six shutout innings against the Blue Jays in his last start and is rocking a 2.76 ERA in the month of August. Dylan Cease is rocking a 2.65 ERA in the month of August. Hmm. On top of this, Michael Kopech didn't get a single out yesterday. So the bullpen of the White Sox was forced to shoulder the load for nine innings. I'm willing to take the gamble on the Orioles as it does make sense how they can win this game. We have to remember, they are the better team at the end of the day. They have a better record, and they've just been straight up better than the, I hate to say poverty White Sox because they're not, and they're above 500, but they just have not been that team this year. It's a scary play, but it's worth the risk with this insane line movement. So I'm going with the Baltimore Orioles money line at plus 120, one unit to win 1.2 units. I've also seen this line on a couple other books at 115. I don't even know. I haven't seen it at plus 110, but I got it at plus 120. I played at plus 115. I just played at plus money um, if you were to put a gun to my head, but I love plus 120, of course. It's one unit to win 1.2 units. The second game is the Arizona Diamondbacks versus the Kansas City Royals, which is at 8, 10 p.m. Eastern. This is my favorite bet. It's Zach Davies, a righty for the Diamondbacks, who's 2-4 and four with a 3-9-9 ERA and a 1-2-2 whip, taking on Jonathan Heasley, a righty for the Royals, who's a 1-7 record, a 5-6-1 ERA and a 1-5-6 whip. We're going to head to Kansas City for the first game of a two-game set. If the weather on Ballpark Pal was calling for better run scoring conditions, this could be another play of the month. It's not. It's calling for a negative 2% decrease in runs. But man, do I love this over. First, let's talk line movement. The line opened at 8.5, but has since moved up to 9 at plus money. The line is moving in the direction it should as more people have piled in on the over. Remember, early though. Early. So it could be a little bit of sharper money. Again, not all factors are working in our direction for a play of the month, but here's why this game should soar over the total of nine runs. Zach Davies will get the ball for the Diamondbacks, who continues to defy the odds and outperform his advanced metrics. His 4.13 XERA is fine, but his 4.58 FIP and 4.41 XFIP implies the negative regression is just beyond the horizon. Are the Royals the team to beat up on him? Yes, weirdly, I think they are. The Royals have some fantastic advanced numbers against Davies, and they handed him one of the worst starts of the season so far. Through 33 plate appearances against the Royals' current roster, which is not an enormous sample, but it is enough to look at it, he's rocking a 548 Woba and a 387 opponent batting average. Did you hear that? 548 Woba and a 387 opponent batting average. On the surface, that's of course incredible. The advanced numbers don't quite resemble that, but they're still awesome. The Royals have a 415 X Woba, a 310 expected batting average, and a 632 expected slugging. Combine that with an average exit velocity of 93.3 miles an hour, they're hitting the piss out of the ball, and this may be the worst matchup of the day for any starting pitcher. 
The Royals are a young team, so it makes sense that they struggle on offense away from their home ballpark. They only have a 649 team OPS on the road. At home, though, they turn it up a notch, recording a 710 OPS as a team in Kauffman Stadium. This is the kind of pitcher the Royals hit well, and they crushed him for five runs and three and two-thirds innings on on May 23rd in a 9-5 win, four earned runs. On top of all this, Davies is worse on the road this year, and that bad start came at home where the Royals' offense is worse on the road, and Davies has performed better. I think we should see a similar score today, but I'm not sure the Royals come away with the win because Jonathan Heasley doesn't look like a big league pitcher right now. He could develop one day if everything works out, but he's not right at the moment. He had an 8-4-4 ERA in July. And in one star in August, he got crushed for seven hits in five and a third, but only allowed two earned runs as the White Sox, of course, failed to hit with runners in scoring position. He's rocking a 6-3-5 ERA at home compared to a 4-9-6 ERA on the road. He allowed five, three earned runs in five innings against the Diamondbacks when he pitched on the road against them this season. I expect both starters to perform worse or at least the same than last time out. Both bullpens after these starters are terrible. I mean, what do you want me to say? They're bad. Since the trade deadline, the Royals have the sixth worth, worst bullpen ERA, while the Diamondbacks have the third worst. In total, the Diamondbacks are bottom 10 ERA in their bullpen in baseball, while the Royals have the third worst over the full season. The Royals have had to use three of their high leverage arms yesterday on top of this, so they'll be at a disadvantage in the later parts of the game. This should be a tale of two offenses coming to play, so I'll gladly take the full game over with a sprinkle on the first five over. So the pick is Diamondbacks versus Royals over nine runs. I got it at plus 100, which I love that value. And then I have the first five innings over five runs at minus 105. So I have one unit to win one unit on the full game, and I have 0.52 units to win 0.5 units on the first five over. Let's get into my prize picks player props of the day. And so there were a couple of MLB best bets that I really wanted to play, but I decided that there wasn't enough edge. There was a lot of juice, so I decided let's play them in props. First, I really want to fade Eric Fetty, but I just got burned on a spread, especially you don't want to take home teams on on the run line because it's not guaranteed that they're going to have a full nine innings of at-bats. But what I definitely want to play is one of these right-handed bats for the Seattle Mariners. Eric Fetty has been worse against righties, and he's making his first start off the IL with shoulder issues. Generally, you want to fade that, and I'd love to fade that with one of these hitters. I think you could go either way. You could take Mitch Hanniger's fantasy score at 6.5. You could take Julio Rodriguez's over 1.5 bases. I most likely will be playing both, and not or, not normally will I double up on these, but I do think that one of them is almost a guarantee, and I do think that both of them will end up hitting. So Mitch Hanniger's over 6.5 fantasy score, along with Julio Rodriguez's over 1.5 bases. I also, a first inning hits prop. It's in that over. I think that the top of the Royals lineup, when you look at a guy like MJ Melendez, when you look at Salvador Perez, when you look at Bobby Witt Jr., all of them have great numbers off Zach Davies. I think that they're going to get it in the first inning alone, but then you look on the Diamondback side. We have Cattell Marte back, who matches up well against Jonathan Heasley. We have a couple of good bats at the top of this lineup, especially a guy like Josh Rojas. I love the Diamondbacks' first part of the lineup against Heasley, and I love, love, love the Royals' first part of the lineup against Zach Davies. So I'll be taking over one and a half hits in the first inning. Remember, all of these are available on prize picks. And if you use code Just Baseball, they'll give you a full deposit match. And then at 5.30 p.m. Eastern, I will be hosting a prize picks Twitter space. You can find my Twitter and the prize picks link below. But remember, it's not gambling advice.